Gore, Fiends and Horror Hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? As good as it gets with this. And joining us again for the second part of the trilogy of the Human Centipede, Brandon from the Black Lagoon. Welcome back to the Centipede, sir. You guys just want to wrap this up now? Like, I have one and a half good things to say about this movie. (laughs) This movie is amazing! So, Human Centipede was one of those anomalies that, like, it had no business reaching the levels of popularity that it did. Like, it was being sold in Walmart and Target. Like, this IFC movie that should have been viewed by 12 people and probably forgotten about. So, of course, they're going to make a sequel should they have is what I'm thinking. Like, I understand what he was trying to do. I understand there, there's a way to do shock value. And then there's crossing a line and everybody has their own line. I feel like this is that line for me. Oh, wow. We found Brandon's line. Yeah. It was hard to That's find, true. but I think I finally found it. So, um, when human centipede came out, Tom six, uh, also gets an Edward trifecta here. Anything Woo-hoo! written, directed, and produced. Yay. Um, he was very upset at horror fans because horror fans were like, I thought this was going to be way more vile and disgusting than it was. There's one or two gross scenes. Other than that, it's pretty tame. Like, I feel like I wasted my time, everyone said. So he made this, from what I understand, it's more of a fuck you to all of those people. And he's like, well, I'll give them everything offensive. Them, We're going to stomp on babies. There's going to be barbed wire wrapped around a penis. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to say, this movie, we're going to talk about everything that we'd give the little warning at the beginning for that we would cover. It's all happening in this movie. Yeah. So if you are sensitive to those kind of things, no offense if you skip it. If not, I'm assuming you clicked on the Human Centipede 2 episode. I'm assuming you're in for the ride. You know what warning. you're getting into. Yes. If you remember when we did the first one, at the very end, we were kind of like, it's tamer than we thought, than we remember. Like, we thought there was more. Like, yeah, it's pretty gruesome. It's a horrible thing to happen to you. But yeah, yeah I thought it was like more of like, I thought it was a lot worse than it was. Now it makes sense why he's like, oh, really? Now, now knowing that he did this on purpose, it even makes it worse. It's just, this is almost like, uh, I, I'm all for art should be out there. Art deserves its place in the world, and it should be interpreted and judged by the world once it's out there. There's a way to do this story that isn't this offensively bad. I, is there? I, I, is there? I, I think there is, because it's been done before. There has been sexual abuse in movies before there has been mentally handicapped people who do terrible things in movies before it's been done why it's taken this degree i don't this just seems like uh i can get away with this kind of thing but but have they been done in poop eating movies this is the only movie i have seen somebody spit out and gurgle shit so i can't really judge that the only color in the movie that's the only scene of color (laughs) in the fucking movie was a Bunch of shit coming out of this lady's mouth. I see this as a comedy. Go on. Really? Please, no, I please see elaborate. This is a complete absurdist comedy of like, we went so far. Like, it just goes batshit insane. Where I'm just sitting there laughing my ass off while like some of the most horrific shit's going on. I'm like, this is just insane that this is made. I could agree with you if we started with the centipede. You front-loaded it with all of this heavy-handed shit. And then you expect me to be excited when the centipede comes on screen. At, at that point, I was just like, "Well, I'm, was, I'm checked out, you know? There was a turn, for sure, of like yeah. the last like half an hour, 40 minutes, when it's just all centipede stuff. Right. Like, the first part, I'm like... <sighs> Like through a lot of it, like Jesus fucking Christ, like this is hilarious. And then that happens, I'm like, oh man, like okay, we're being gruesome now. You should have just kept the same tone. See, I I started, I started off with like, okay, this is interesting, and then he starts doing some stuff, and I just got really pissed off. And by the time we got to the centipede, I'm like, all right, first movie again, whatever. (laughs) Um, yeah, I can kind of see where you're going, Brett. Like I said. This is, let's throw everything at the wall that's taboo and yeah. do it. So yeah. when you 
when you have one or two scenes like that, it's shocking. But by the time you sit through an entire movie of that, at the end, I'm just like, oh, okay, what's next? Oh, they're gonna stomp on a baby's head. Like, okay. And it loses that shock for me. I'm just like, oh, that's what we're going next. Might as well at this point. It's like, for flump, stomp immediately. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I will be here forever. Let's hop into this thing. The Human Centipede 2 from 2011, um, written, directed, and produced by Tom Six. Let's record this fucker. <clears throat> All right, so the biggest thing is this is a meta movie. It's not in the same universe as the first movie. The first movie exists as a movie in this movie. Which I really liked. I was like, yeah. okay, that was my first point. I was like, I like where he's going with this. And then everything after that was just like, nah. <laughs> well, it's really interesting because it does it starts at like the very end of the first human centipede so you're almost like oh okay is it doing it like a friday the 13th yeah part three where they show the end of part two at the very beginning type thing yeah but then it like pans out and it's just this greasy dirty little fat man watching it on his laptop that's like taped together and as soon as it ends he restarts it it's like a lot like me and curse of frankenstein <laughs> Well, well, he he restarts it, but he rewinds the DVD like a fucking VHS. But yeah. also, I don't remember. I don't remember at the end of the first movie it being that overly sexual with the moaning. It seems mm. like they dubbed over that moaning to make it more like ah, uh, you know. You know, it was much more sobbing and gurgling. If yeah. I recall correct. Yeah. Um, this one definitely leans into a lot more sexual side of it than the first one did. Yeah, and weird ways. Yeah, but Martin is our main character, who is the short Hobbit esque man who is mentally challenged, and he works at a parking garage. Uh, dude, this is a gravy job. How do I get this job? Dude, you just sit there and have to do something like every twenty minutes, maybe. Holy shit! You get to watch Human Centipede all day. You get to watch movies, work on whatever projects you have going on at home on your spare time. I'd probably bring, like, other movies with me, but yeah, sure, whatever yeah. you want, man. No, you just need the one really good movie. Yeah, Einstein. Oppenheimer. <laughs> but on the monitor, he sees this couple who's lost their keys, and they're standing there arguing. And Martin grabs a crowbar, I think, to go pry the car open, which they also think goes up to them. He never speaks the whole movie. He laughs and makes a... And giggles. <sighs> sounds and a few others and coughs a lot but never speaks which i also like too both from yeah. his, his mental disability standpoint and also as a character thing for the killer that also worked for me and we've already covered everything that i like let me go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but this guy he's saying basically to his girlfriend like i wasn't supposed to take my dad's car out like we like i'm fucked and she's like it's okay we can come back in the morning with the keys and then martin's standing there with the crowbar and the guy thinks like you are not prying my door open motherfucker my favorite part me with my favorite part my favorite part is what you want to fucky fucky her you want to fucky fucky her (laughs) yeah that's our dialogue levels yeah it's (laughs) great it's fantastic he shoots both of them like non-fatally, I guess. This dude's taking some chances with what's fatal and what's not. And then bludgeons them in the head with a crowbar. I thought killing them, but no, it's not killing them. Just knocks them out. This brings me to my biggest point. As someone who's had way too many concussions in my life, it's a head injury is nothing to fuck around with. So taking a crowbar, if you've never held a crowbar, it's just a heavy piece of iron. And beating someone in the head, the chances of not caving in a skull are not great. Like, the amount of people that don't die from being beaten in the head with a crowbar is insane. Well, not only that, but he keeps fucking doing it when they're in the (laughs) room. They would be dead a long time ago. Oh, yeah, it's just anesthesia. It's fine. I don't know if this was part later that I with the crowbar. That's just hilarious. My doctor, my doctor idol had, you know, anesthesia and all these different medicines. He had roofies. I got a fucking crowbar. <laughs> what am I going to do? This was also it, me thinking like, oh, poor Greg of the dead with the count of the dead. Because like, which ones are bashed over the head and killed immediately? Which ones are now like, I, I didn't even the try. Because a couple times I was like, oh, he's dead. And I was like, oh, no, now he's in the centipede room. Yeah. 
No, it's actually, it was a pretty simple count on the dead to keep track of, to be honest. Well, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he tapes them up and puts them in the back of his van, and there's one already in there. There's obviously cameras in this place, because this is how he's finding his victims. How long do you think this movie takes place? Am I to assume it's maybe four days, somewhere in there? I don't think it's very clear. Like, that was one thing I was wondering, too, because it skips a lot. And by the time he gets the the first couple people in that room, there's already so many people in the room already that we haven't seen kidnapped. No one's been reported missing, and they're like, well, their car is at this garage. Oh, here's the cars of everyone else missing at this garage. There's blood splatter. Oh, let's go and talk to the gentleman that like stands guard during the times that they were <laughs> yeah oh wait well he's just restarting the movie again what's he doing with that sandpaper on his dick really <laughs> dude so he has these human centipede scrapbooks that he's made too like he's into arts and crafts then he's looking through it restarts the movie again sees an angry man on the monitor and it cuts to him driving our main character martin with all four taped up and unconscious in the back of the van I'm totally fine with the scrapbook of your favorite movie. I, I can understand this fully. Uh, why you chose Human Centipede as your movie, other than he wanted shock value in the movie, I, I still don't understand that motivation. Well, it's really interesting, too, because I like how it's almost there's like people magazine articles like um, cut out about like the yeah. actual actresses and stuff and them on the red carpet and stuff. And yeah. And it's, it gets even more meta with like, he made calls to the actual actors agents and tried to get them in this movie audition kind of thing to get them lured in. The dude lucked the fuck out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. The people who were in human centipede are so excited that anyone is calling them with a movie role yeah. that they won't check safety or backgrounds. Or, yep, I'm on my way. It of feels course. so real. <laughs> it feels so real. But he's looking at this place to rent, which is this old, like, industrial room, like, kind of off the beaten path, and the landlord's showing him around and everything, and he goes to do his shoot trick, like, to get him to be part of the centipede, but accidentally kills him. Anytime someone dies, Martin is so upset. He doesn't want to kill people. Yeah. No. And that's just part of his experiment that's gone now. But yeah, he's like looking around like the warehouse room and you can almost see he's like doing like little noise. He's like, Ooh, 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 over there where he's like, okay, this is where I'll like put the centipede. This is where I'll do the surgery. He's like tickled by this room. He's like, yes, this is it. I found it. Oh, the lights flicker like scarily. Yes. There's almost a childlike wonder about him. And it's yeah. almost cute until you realize what he's doing. I love Martin. It just, like I said, it seemed like it was just playing up that mental disability to the extreme. And I think that was the whole point of it. Yes. Uh, he cuts the girl's clothes off. And these people are going to lay on this cold concrete floor naked for days um, with their mouths taped shut. Again, this is where I'm starting to question our timeline here. Please tell me you guys have thought a few things. They haven't eaten or drank, drank yep, all this time, especially after say. a head injury. Mm-hmm. And then we're making it to be this big deal, like when everyone has to shit later on. You're telling me no one pissed or shit this whole time before? Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that part. My whole thing was like, they gotta be fucking starving if this is like more than a week. This It has to be like two to three days tops. I like to believe that it's all real and all the things and this are like actually happening in the movie. And it's not just his like fantasy sitting in like, we'll get there. It's 100% medically accurate, Brett. Come on. Remember that. Well, this one's medically inaccurate, Uh (laughs) but no, there's so many until the very end. I'm like, okay, I'm leaning more towards real, but things like that make me think of like, Oh, it's in his like imagination. And he wouldn't think to be like, Oh, well they shit themselves all over the place. Um, Here's the thing is Martin can't be nonverbal. We don't see him speak at all, but he's obviously been talking to people because he's getting voicemails from these agents and everything. So he's obviously talked to them at some point because he gets a voicemail from a talent agency representing some of the actors, obviously the girl in the rear and the guy in the front from the first Human Centipede movie and that they were unavailable shooting something in London. It was a flip phone, wasn't it? He had a flip phone. Don't think it, it wasn't was. a flip phone, but it was like almost like the Nokia, where it was like a brick. Okay. 
where you okay, had to be my like thought one, was, one, two, 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 two to like text. <laughs> yeah, because my thought was maybe he was emailing them and like including a phone number to call kind of thing. Oh. But maybe. Yeah. The next morning, he's woken up by his angry mother, who was just the worst. Um, he's standing there in his tidy whiteies. Have you shit yourself again, you swine? Is his good morning. Let's talk about the serial killer factory he's growing up in. Oh, yeah, you talk about, like, the Rob Zombie, like, Halloween and how that's a serial killer factory. Yeah, she just actively hates her son. But, yeah, he, she walks in, she's like, uh, did you shit yourself again? It's just so funny. And then, like, she he rolls out of bed, and he's all, once again, he's, like, just greasy and extremely sweaty. And he immediately just puts his clothes on. So it's like, oh, he never showers. Well, he's greasy and sweaty because he just had a nightmare about his abusive father who abused him as a kid. And then the mother comes in almost, it almost seems like she's blaming him for the father walking out. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is the worst thing imaginable for anybody, especially in that position. There's no almost about it. She does blame him. She yeah. says yeah. the words and it's his fault. <laughs> like right. later, and there's no almost about it. There's only been a couple times in the hit podcast history that like, I don't want to say the line. And this is one of them. But the dad says something to him in the uh, flashback about yes. crying. Yes. Which if you see the movie, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm like yeah. sitting there laughing at it. Like, this is so extremely fucked up. But I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, we can't say a lot of this movie, can we? <laughs> he pulls an even bigger human centipede scrapbook out from under the bed and then hides it when his mom's getting close again. But mm -hmm. the doctor, who's his therapist... Or medical doctor, I don't know, because he brings him his asthma medication, but hmm. shows up at the house, and Martin walks into the living room for a session, and instead completely ignores him, and feeds his real centipede that he has. Yeah. And this is, like, the most happy, like, well, probably the second most happy you see of him, like, the entire movie. is him playing with the centipede and getting a babe to feed it, like, it looks like a baby mouse. And then, like, the doctor's like, Martin, come over here and sit beside me, and his, like, face drops. He's like, God damn it. Why does everybody want to fuck this guy? It's greasy. Why? It's already greased up. Just easy. Whoop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we find out he was sexually abused by his father. And this is where the mother says, I miss my husband. It's your fault. He's in prison. Um, I can't tell if he's also being abused by the doctor or the doctor is. has odd hand placement. What? He is. It's the where he puts his hand on the leg, and then it's later on, whenever he catches him in, in the garage, he tries talking to him calmly like, this is all normal, buddy. Like, come on. like. But later, the at dinner, I guess, or lunch or something, the neighbor upstairs is playing their music too loud, and this is where the moms are ready, like, I, I should just kill us both right now. But she smacks the ceiling with her broom, like, to make the neighbor angry. And this very skinhead-looking, giant, tattooed, bald man <laughs> breaks into their apartment and is screaming, like, I'll play my music as loud as I want. Because the mom says that Martin is the one that is annoyed by it. The Such mom a blames bitch. him. And then so the big tattooed man picks him up and, like, throws him against the wall. It's like, I'll play my music as bloody fucking loud as I want. Everybody is just the far end of the stereotype of everything that their character is supposed to be. You got the skinhead who's covered in tattoos and is just a big asshole in this scene. Like, Well, it's also like as soon as it hits like 11 p.m., the music kicks on. Like he right. waits until nighttime. <laughs> right. But he's at work watching the movie and taking notes again. He sees a family on the monitor, pregnant wife, husband. Uh, basically baby with them and he gets out he gets his gun they get in the car and start driving and he shoots the husband as he's driving and then crowbars the mother puts the baby back in the uh, kind of comforts the crying baby like rocking him shaking him and everything like he's sitting like there for the rest of the movie <laughs> Oh yeah, we're, we're the later. It's like way later. We walk by the car. Baby's still sitting there. Dude, again, we'll get to the end of the movie, but I have questions. I don't know if I'm getting more sensitive as I get older. 
for like a pregnant mother with a family and then you just made the kid witness the death of his parents that he thinks in front of his eyes and then you left him alone for three days at least. What's well, all the tone of the movie with how I understand that. something that. like this when I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's rough. Um, something like a trauma movie or yeah, yeah. Master Littlest Reich, there's a pregnant lady who's attacked by yeah. a killer puppet. That's hilarious. There, it's funny it's all the type of I, yeah. movie that you're watching. Yeah, exactly. Mrs. Lagoon is making him soft. That's not nah, true. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, so he puts the baby in the car, takes everyone else. He's having trouble breathing, so he takes his inhaler and then crowbars her, by the way. And that's yeah. where you get the pregnant reveal pretty much and all that. Uh, once again, at work, licking his fingers and touching a scrapbook of the actress, um, what's her name, Ashlyn Yenny, Just like yeah. from the first movie, the main girl, the middle. The one that lived. And, Correct. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. And he starts jacking off with sandpaper. Different I, textures. I, I don't understand what you get out well, of that. He Maybe didn't I'm have just... any. He didn't have any lube, and he needed blood. I guess I'm too vanilla. I don't. <laughs> they throw a line earlier, the doctor, about genital mutilation for survivors of abuse. I don't yeah. know if that's accurate or not. I won't attest to that. It but, is okay. But it I'm is. assuming it's like that is what they're getting at in this movie. Yeah, but I didn't need to see his fucking penis. <sighs> um, two drunk girls in the garage. One looks in and sees this act going on. And I'm quoting here. Says, hey, there's a midget wanking in there. <laughs> Cuts to I them know. captured in his evil lair. Right next. Yes. He must have noticed that they noticed him. Yes. Um, this is where it starts laying them out in order and everything. The power cuts out for a second. Is there any significance to this power that constantly cuts in and out? It's spooky. That's it's the spooky. only reason. But it makes sense. I'm okay with that part of the movie. I'm okay with it being an old dingy building that has bad wiring. I'm okay with that. It's the same reason that Tom Six made it black and white. Because he said, well, while I'm editing it, it looked creepier. Right, right. I thought the black and white was to avoid the X. No, oh. it was during editing. He said, I, I, I watched and read some interviews with him. He said it was because of, I thought it looked scarier in black and white because it hid some of the, hid some of the obvious scenes. I would like to watch this movie in color to see, because you know how much I love black and white and like, I'm always swayed by black and white movies. I wonder how much of my like enjoyment of this movie is like, hey, it's black and white. <laughs> I've seen it. I watched it. Um. I don't know if it was like a fan coloring or whatever, but it had yeah. the same effect as when you color old black and white movies. Mm. It just didn't look natural. Yeah. But Martin lays them out, turns off the lights and walks around with a flashlight and everything. Then gets the phone call that Ashley Yenny is excited to audition and she'll be there soon. Fucking and score. he's overjoyed yeah. right here. Oh, he's got his dream girl coming. The the creme de la creme, the crown of the centipede. Yes. I also love that they mentioned, like, she's extremely excited to be in the new Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so. You gotta add legitimacy to it. I, I looked up, because I was curious, because it seems like something that would be in his wheelhouse. I'm like, has Quentin Tarantino ever seen or commented on the human centipede? And I couldn't find anything, but I'm assuming oh. he's seen it. I He's too see, big for that. I think it was Roger Ebert gave this zero stars, and he rated it as the um, uh, worst movie of 2011. Look, I, I know, know Roger Ebert, yes. but in this case, I'm like, no, I can't blame him on this one. That's why I'm rating this a 10 out of 10. <laughs> for, for my rating later on, I need to know, is zero on the table here, guys? <laughs> I don't think we do zero. I've been told no before. Yeah, no, I don't think we I do got zero. yelled at about the zero. One being the worst, one being the best. It's it, it's in the phrase. Yeah, but that would be a negative score. So I mean, it it's a commentary on the film. You yeah, can say it. We might yell at you. But... <laughs> uh, he comes home to his mom practicing stabbing him in his sleep. <laughs> well, I think doesn't. Is this where she's stabbing the bed? No, yes! it's later on, isn't it? No, that's right here. He comes home to her practicing stabbing him in his sleep. 
I thought it was, was comical, like turnaround. Like, oh shit, I thought you were in there. Like, I, I thought that she thought she was actually stabbing him, and then he oh, just appears still. in the doorway in his tidy whities and his giant. Well, what you looking at my gut fur? Yeah, and, it it, it kind of <laughs> seemed like he went to the bathroom or something, and she came in at the wrong time. And then it's almost like he gives no shit because then he just lays down in the bed that she was just stabbing. It's like, oh, whatever. I will say it did look like he gave a shit. Like you could tell when he was pissed off in this movie. Whoever is playing yeah. this guy was really good. Oh, Lawrence Harvey's great. Lawrence Harvey, yeah, he was good. Dude, I when at that interview I saw with him, and he's talking, he was like, Oh, I got the script and I'm reading it. I'm like, Well, how can I make this creepy? And I guess like the constant spittle and everything yeah. was his call uh, that okay. he did and added to it, which is kind of the creepiest aspect to it. So well oh, done. Yeah. I yeah. Does he have a British accent? Yes. Oh, so he's like a proper like man in like real life. That's so I funny. mean, not everyone with a British accent is proper. Yeah. Makes them I hope fancy. He's a, I hope he's a knight. <laughs> Did he have ruffles? I don't know if he had ruffles. Was he playing was he wearing ruffles in the interview? I don't. It was an audio interview. I don't oh, know. I bet you he was. His penis got ruffled. Stop. <laughs> He gets in bed, and his mom just cuts her wrist and then finds his secret under-the-bed fandom stash that he has. His super large scrapbook that he's created. Thank oh, I pray every day that Liz does not find my version of this for Greg Sestero. Oh my god. Like, I, you know how fucking hard I work on that scrapbook? It's hard to open. I tried opening it the other time I was at your house, and the pages were all stuck together. Sorry, I, I don't know if I ruined it. That um, piece of the sh the shirt that he touched when I met him, I cut that right. out, and that's in there. Of course, yeah. Um, I w wouldn't your first tip off be my son has a pet centipede. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, this is 2011, and it's supposed to be a meta movie about yeah. where this movie exists and everything. The average person probably doesn't know that the human centipede is a thing. You know what I mean? The average person also does not have a pet centipede. <laughs> yeah, but I still, like, even if you had a pet centipede, I don't think your first thought is someone being, like, out of the horror or even I this guess. movie fandom realm would jump to this conclusion. I guess. If I see somebody with a pet centipede in their bedroom, my first thought isn't something like, oh, they love Disney movies. <laughs> True. I I love, though, that one of the victims in the warehouse knows of Human Centipede, because when the when the actress called him, oh, right. and he starts yelling, like, it's a movie, man! It's not yeah. real! Don't do this! And he starts being, like, yelling at the other ones, he's gonna sew us up! <laughs> the mom rips up his scrapbook, and Martin cries and puts on his cosplay lab, lab coat that he has. His Dr. Heater lab coat. Where he just wears the lab coat. No shirt, no pants, just tiny uh -huh. whiteies. Uh-huh. Then he gets into it with his mom and shoves her face into the centipede tank where the centipede jumps up and bites her and he gets her with a crowbar and at first with the single blow, I'm like, is he going to put his fucking mom in the human centipede? But no, <laughs> yeah. he just bludgeons the hell out of her head, which is a really good effect if I'm going to look at the effects. Like, very, like, splatty and schlup sounds and everything. It's good effect. And well, then right. he, like, sets her up, and she's still, like, gurgling out of her, like, neck wound. It seems like the ones that he really, really hates, like, mom and the doctor, they're like, no, you're not making it to the centipede. I'm just going to kill you. Does a centipede bite hurt that bad? Oh, it's she was really horrible. She was really milking it. Well, it's I feel a like bug a bug, bite. a bug bite on your cheek. I feel like wouldn't be that bad. I don't know, dude. A typical bug bite, no. But when you see the size of this thing and you can actually see its like fangs, yeah. intra things, yeah. that probably hurts. That's okay. a huge centipede. But then he sets her up at the dinner table as he eats dinner, and then he gets an idea. And bangs on the ceiling with the broom, so the neighbor comes back in and just shoots him in the leg and knocks him out with the crowbar. I love at this point, he's like, had enough of everyone. He's like, fuck everyone, I'm just gonna do what I want. Oh, you're playing your music again? Because he sits down to eat, and he starts playing the music, he just kind of looks up. And then he just kind of calmly goes against the broom. Mm -hmm. He's like, I know what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Then he gets... Uh, his bags ready and is filling them with random tools and like kitchen knives and just household items for his surgery. Dude, his staple gun is literally a staple gun, not like a medical staple thing. Right. I'm trying to, yeah, because thinking back to the first human centipede, it's so like clinical and like 
actually like a surgery that it's so clean and stuff that you're like oh okay yeah that's fucked up but it's not like the gore of it this one is like yeah literally like a steak knife to like cut the guy's ass cheek and stuff <laughs> I, I like too that he's very clearly putting that uh tube and the funnel in the bag like they really make sure to show that funnel because you know where that's going later on and like a doll yeah. bow yeah but he's at work watching the shit scene and cheering and standing up am i correct does he shit himself here yes okay oh. i just want to make sure he's yes, having he the greatest time he's like yeah it's like almost like um was it the tuscan raiders and star wars <laughs> but with his like <laughs> crowbar <laughs> they established they established earlier too that he shit himself in bed and i i don't know if their whole point was when he gets excited he shits himself because it was when he was having the bad dream about his dad so i don't mm-hmm. know why he shits himself <laughs> i didn't know the shit himself was a mean towards the mentally handicapped thing, or if it was doing like the serial That's... killer thing, like how a lot of our bedwetters and stuff like that. So I didn't know which way it was actually going with this. That's what I mean. It, it's not very clear, and it doesn't really paint the mentally disabled in a good light in any. No, you don't say at all, <laughs> Greg. He's not a bedwetter. He's a bed browner. Exactly, but still, you get the idea of what I'm saying. Making them brownies. But he sees on the monitor some fucking going on in a car. And he's like, I still need more pieces for my centipede. So he goes to this car and we get the line, your pussy smells gorgeous. The guy is sniffing his fingers, but the fingers are so wet that they're like dripping. But it looks like syrup. It's like the consistency of syrup. Stop. Well, it's, she's it's like, Stop. your description is grosser than the scene was. Stop. Listen, she had a she's had a busy night that night. So yeah. Oh yeah, true. And the doctor is in the back of the car, not the one who described the gorgeous scent. And it's a hooker and two guys. And the doctor's getting ahead as Martin is standing there with a crowbar. And the dude in the front's like, well, take a good look on Dolce and stuff, yelling at him and everything. <laughs> is the guy British or did I make that up? I don't know why. Uh, oh, everyone's British. In this well, he started going, harder, 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 Adam. So I didn't know, like. Are they English or American in this one? I thought they were all American. Well, the mom's definitely not American. No, but I thought the rest had, like, American accents. I well, think... and also the, the, um. Uh, license plates are like British license plates. Are they? They're like real long. Uh, yeah, okay. this is in Britain. That must have been about the time I tuned out, like critically. <laughs> but he shoots the one dude, and the girl takes off running. He tries shooting her far away. You don't realize if he got her yet or not. But then the doctor gets out and starts being super buddy buddy with them and everything. And as he's putting his pants back on and everything, Martin, you've done something terrible, but we can work on it and everything. And Martin just shoots him in the dick and then in the head. I love the dick shot. I will say the one of the other positives I could say about this movie is at least every shitty person dies except for the main one. Yes. This is also where we see that young boy baby is still in the car as he's going through the parking garage. Still sitting there, still fucking crying his eyes out. Nothing's going on with him. Move on. He's searching for the hooker, finds her in the stairwell, and he gets pepper sprayed. fire here and we just cut to them all in the back of the van and he gets a voicemail that ashland's plane is landing soon he's all excited she's picked up by martin she thinks he's a driver she's auditioning for a tarantino film um this is the most dialogue i think she got more dialogue in this than she did in the first movie just in this car ride there's a couple great lines of i love the one is um have you seen the human centipede and he just like kind of glances over at her all sweatily and then it was something about like, well, before we did like the um ass to mouth scene, ooh, gross. Like we had to like we all really scrubbed and we were like took showers, we were really clean because you don't want to smell butt smell. I'm I'm a real germaphobe. As he's <laughs> right beside her, where then she starts just like looking at him like, oh. I, I needed to know too the line where she's like, I was I, I was adamant in my contract that we have massages every night after shooting. I was like, yeah. is this Tom Six? bitching about his actors from the previous movie or is this something she thought would be funny i was really good to my actors 
I actually have a theory on this because everything she's saying is like making it where it's not that bad. She's like, no, we had cushions for our hands and knees because it right. wouldn't hurt. We got a massage. Everyone was clean. So it's going to show what she did was nothing compared to what's actually going to happen to her. I think that's yeah. the whole point of this scene saying like, oh yeah, she played that in a movie, just, but had no real terror. And she's about just, to become a real part of this. It's just the way she says it though. It's just like, I was adamant in my contract that I was getting <laughs> massages. There's also, she makes the comment, like something along the lines of, could you imagine like actually being a part of that? Ugh. And she oh, like shudders. It's, it's so meta, guys. <laughs> and then she they, he drives up to the warehouse and there's like a shitty car sitting right there. She goes, oh, that must be Quentin Tarantino's. It's like, oh yeah, that's it's, Tarantino's car. <laughs> it's the car from the landlord. Yeah. But she follows him inside, sees what's going on for a split second right before she's cracked with the crowbar like everyone else. It's like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. Is he going super meta with this? Oh, no. It's called method acting, darling. Come on. He prepares his home surgery kit and then goes around and just knocks everyone out. Like, just beating everyone Again. in the head with this crowbar. And this is just insanity. This is where I'm like, they're all dead right here. They're yeah. dead. Like, if this happens. This is where I was talking about earlier, when he just walking around, just bonking them all on the head, just one by one. I'm sitting there like, this is the funniest shit ever. This is like, the one this... time in the movie I busted up laughing. This is like it's just the... so good. This is like the hostile or like Saul version of like Abbott and Costello going on <laughs> <Yes>! right now. <laughs> yes. But he's starting to hammer out the teeth. I think the neighbor is the first one who does that. Um, this this is brutal because he's literally hammering the teeth out. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have them on their side or anything. The dude's no. head is back right after being busted in the head with a crowbar. The teeth are definitely going to the back of your throat and everything. You're going to choke and die. It's okay. He digs them out. It's okay. He, he, they're fine. And this part is one of the, because most of this, I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny. I'm not really getting, like, too sick about it. This part, like, made my, I'd like my stomach did a flip. If I was like, ugh, because it's not like, if he had, like, reared back and been like, wham, wham, it wouldn't have been as bad as him going, like, tick, 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 tick. And then, like, hammering this way, like, hammering the other way at this one. It's like, oh, it's too, like, slow. Yeah, this is the closest it came to me for being uncomfortable from a gore aspect. I had to put uh, my chili I do have one later that got me it. pretty bad, actually. <laughs> but the pregnant woman, he realizes, when he hit her with the crowbar, again, has died. And he's very upset about it. Like, he's, like, screaming and very upset. And he drags oh, no. her over next to the other corpse, the landlord, and, like, puts her <laughs> under the tarp. This is just the surgery montage. Well, um, he cuts he the was... knee of... He was also nicer to the pregnant lady because he didn't uh, tie her hands together. Yeah, and he made sure she was on her side. And yeah, yeah. he was nice. So he's self aware. Why did she escape? What, dude? You can scoot yourself if your legs no. are tied together. She could have undid everyone else's tape and everything. No, what was pregnant. going on with her the whole movie? She I'm was so injured. glad he brought this up. She's pregnant and her legs were tied. What can she's she pregnant? Do? She's probably in distress because of that pregnancy, and she was hit on the head several times with a fucking crowbar. She's probably not in the best mental state right now because of that. Plus, she's probably suffering physically from being pregnant. Like, if I saw does... one had their hands free, I would scoop myself yeah. over to her, put my duct tape <laughs> hand in her hand, and say, start pulling. She she doesn't have the baby in the car. She has the baby here, and it's almost like, here, go get help. <laughs> and, like, sets it down and tries to scoot it towards the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're trapped in the warehouse, Timmy. <laughs> but he this i think he's it's ashlyn the actress where he does the knee and this is like the gore one for me like where he cuts into the knee yeah. to do the ligament thing and he like just rooting around in there with his fingers and yeah. pulls the ligament out to snip yeah. it and everything and i'm like oh and it reminds me of like chicken wings like that yeah. little like stringy thing there i'm like oh also, he's jumping around from thing to thing. You would think, like, okay, make sure to knock everyone's teeth out. Do that first. Then go around, do everyone's knees. Where, like, he does he does the teeth on the one, and then he jumps over and does the couple knees, and then he goes over and does something else. He has no, like, he needs to focus, man. 
He clearly has, yeah, he's not focused. He clearly has no real plan for how he's going to do any of this. He just threw everything in a bag and left. And uh, this is the ultimate fan project for him. He's also already winded after like three surgeries. You have well, like, so many more to do. Yeah. Are we telling, are you telling me that this man did not have the best medical procedure as he went along doing this? No, that was Dr. Hyder in the first movie. Dr. Heater yeah. in the first movie. You would think he would have like tried to be a little bit more true to that. He wasn't using a staple gun. Yeah. I didn't see a steak knife. He's doing his best, guys. When he's cutting into the ass of the one dude, the di- the guy dies of either blood loss or shock. One of the two. And Martin, Martin cries again. Martin cries again. Yeah. <laughs> um, We get the stapling the mouth to the ass moments. And this is wild because the mouth's like flayed open and everything. He's just stapling it straight onto someone's sweaty asshole. I think that he took a kind of workaround and he just started stapling the lips to the butts. Yeah, he, he like, tried. He was, like, trying to do a little bit of it, but he's like, okay, it's too much. So he yeah. just starts stapling the lips to the butt. There's yeah. no of the flaying with, like, the Joker mouth-looking thing or any of that. He's just like, this'll do. Yeah, he didn't have the proper tools to actually do it right, so he was just like, I gotta do this quickly. Dude, and this is where he makes them all walk in a circle around him. And he, like, there's, like, operatic music playing in his head. He's waving his hands up in the air like he's conducting an orchestra as he's making this giant monstrosity circle him. He has the biggest smile on his face. Think about he's He succeeded. He won. He did it. He's like, holy he, shit, I can't believe it actually worked. Look what I did. I put my mind to something finally, and I got something accomplished. He's he's become the doctor that he's idolized for so long. Yay. He, we're all happy for him. Yay. Yeah, good for him. Yay. And he realizes there's a key scene that hasn't happened yet from his favorite movie that he's trying to remake. And so he gets a dog food bowl up, puts it in front of Ashlyn, who's the head. She's the engine of this train. And... and- pours what i believe is chili into it i think yeah yeah the first one's chili and she like takes it and she whips it at the wall and she uh like ruins it and he gets all mad that's when he shoves the tube down her throat and he gives her soup he has soup i don't i don't know for certain but i feel like he would have ruptured something very badly with the size of that tube that he shoved roughly down her throat oh it's a long <laughs> tube too not even knowing where I, he was going. I was like, is he trying to shove the tube to the person behind her? Is that how far <laughs> yeah, he's trying to go? That's with what I was thing? thinking. She's like, wait a minute, I'm still hungry. <laughs> it just skipped over me. <laughs> you didn't want your meal. <laughs> it's okay, I didn't want chili to anyway, just guys. Extra longer tubes to reach each one of yeah. them. Oh, on a real life side, I'm it's interesting to me that she came back for this movie. So I'm guessing she liked it because she did go to all those like Fangoria awards and the oh, Scream good. awards and stuff with this movie. So it's good to know she wasn't like, oh God, no, I'm not touching that franchise again. Yeah. Like, I don't think I guess, she had anything else that she was in, did she? I mean, she definitely has now. I checked her IMDb. Like, okay. I think it all kind of stemmed from this. Sure. But like, yeah. I was looking, I'm like, you know what? Like, at least she's not, like, hiding from it. So good for her on a real-life side of yeah. the whole thing. That's, yeah. why she, that's why she deserves to be the head of the centipede. She's number one. Yeah, and she's good. Like, I, like, I, I liked her character. Oh, you have experience in this. She moved up, if you think about it. She was in the middle. That's, that's the true. worst part to be in. She's breaking ceilings, buddy. He gets another voicemail that the other two actors are now available. And he's so excited Ashlyn, the only one who's able to do so, though, starts screaming so loud. I think she <sighs> thinks he's on a real phone call, not checking his voicemail, yeah. so she's screaming yeah. like crazy. Mm-hmm. And he grabs some pliers and rips out her tongue in a wild scene. Which, this is an actress, so the whole time I was also trying to think of, like, in her mind, where she's like, okay, like, I can still act. Like, he hasn't fucked up my face. Like, I'm not, like, terrifier, terrifier too lady yet. So, like... Mm. If anything, maybe this will help my career after I get out of here and stuff. Like, I can't wait to tell my agent about this. Now he rips her tongue. I was like, well, there goes my career. Well, he also only ripped out a segment of a tongue. Like, I feel yeah. like that would be worse. Because <laughs> you got a lot more of the tongue going back into your throat. <laughs> okay, so you both have covered the scenes that have made you chuckle. And here's mine. And I feel terrible for laughing at this. 
But this is where he starts squeezing everyone's stomachs and making <laughs> fart sounds with his tongue. Like to instruct them, hey, I want you to poop. Go poop. It's like when you take your dog out in the yard and it's like cold and you want him to like go to the bathroom. It's like, come on, hurry up, go poop. You can poop. <laughs> I chuckled at it and then I felt really bad. Exactly. I'm not proud that I laughed. Here's a mentally handicapped person who is trying to emulate their favorite movie, and he's doing these raspberries with his mouth and like rubbing the tummies. I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Don't break it down. You make me feel worse for laughing. But yes. (laughs) But then he's like, well, this isn't working. So he injects them all with laxatives in the ass. I don't think. This well, is a no, thing? you can't this thing? inject into the ass cheek and expect it to go to the digestive system. It's no, not how this works. He injects it through the lip into the mouth. No, he does it in the ass cheek, doesn't he? No. I thought it was yes, in the ass. The mouth is right by the ass. Oh, maybe he was I doing swear I saw it going into the butt cheek. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to that closely. Have you guys ever wondered the choices we've made in life that we're recording a conversation that we're about to broadcast to the world where this is the argument we're having? And somehow, like, in our life, the perfect stars had to align that we found ourselves in this situation. I'm just saying. I am thankful every day. I love life. It's great. (laughs) And then we get belly rumbling noises in the mix, and everyone starts shitting at once. And right here, like I said, this isn't like the first human centipede where it was like medically and like surgically actually like completely connected. He just mm-hmm. stapled their lips to like around near where the butthole is. A few of them look like it's a little too high. It's like it's like at the top of the ass cheeks is where oh, yeah. he stapled them. But then like, it's gonna run like, down your chin. I was like, I hope that it doesn't just go through and there's like no mess because at first it started doing that where it was like. Oh, bullshit. There's no, it's not like perfectly sealed, but then we start getting sprays and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. I will say too, it's kind of a nice added touch that the first couple are more lined, lined up better. And then as he got down the list, he got tired and was just like, yeah. all right, your ass is going to the right a little more. Sorry, guys. Like He got, he got winded and bored. He's like, this is yeah. taking way too much. No, yeah. no wonder Heater did three. 12 was too many. This montage only took five minutes in the movie. Why is this taking so goddamn long? (laughs) And like we said, it's a black and white movie. This is the only instance of color in the movie (laughs) is they color the shit brown. Love it. And because they have the poop splatter the lens of the camera. It looks Uh like it splattered your TV and it's like brown dripping. It's great. (laughs) This is where where artistry died in this movie to me. The smell makes him puke. And he's like, well, great. So I've, I've done it. Now what? Yeah. And he's like, well, now what do I do with my human centipede? Right. And again, picture Tom Six here. He's mad at everyone saying the last movie was too tame. Well, what do I do now? I, I did my shit scene again. Wrap barbed wire around his dick and have him fuck it. Not fuck it. Let's not be nice about it. He does something very, very obscene to this woman for five minutes straight. Of the movie, yeah, there, way too fucking long with a barbed wire dick. Yes, yes. yes. I will. I watched a different version. I guess I didn't get a barbed wire dick. Did you really not? No. Is there watched... a is there an uncut version of this, or is there a cut version of this movie? And I watched version? it on Tubi. Are you sure you no. didn't just look away for a minute? No, and I don't know. I was fixated on this. This was a good movie. You watched this oh, on Tubi. Yeah. He wraps barbed wire around his dick before that happens. Okay, so this is... Okay, I will say for one thing, film preservation is a real thing. Streaming is not the way to go. Um, We need to be collectors and preservationists of media, and this is why, because we will be robbed of this scene for five minutes of him fucking the human centipede with a barbed wire dick. I'm disappointed. I want to see this. I need to buy this. No, you don't. No. It it, it was very uncomfortable. Ugh. My notes say wraps barbed wire around his dick and fucks the caboose. Well, we also know that he's a Mick Foley fan then. Um, 
at this moment, it's going to take another turn. Because the pregnant lady is not dead, guys. She wakes up and is about to give birth. Her water's breaking. She makes it out, though. And remember, he has a barbed wire condom around his dick in another person right now. So he can't just get her right away. So she gets outside and gets into the landlord's car, who he's left the keys in there. I hope she went straight to a hospital because she's a medical fucking marvel. <laughs> okay, so there was a cut here because it, it, I remember the scene where it went from him like hugging like the very back. Well, oh, he wasn't hugging him. Did the him running? I thought that he was almost like good centipede. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Yeah, you no, got no, a cut no, no. version somehow. Yeah, I got a weird version. I don't like this. That's streaming is not the way, guys. But she gets in the car and then has the baby. The baby schlops out like it's, into the. Uh... Area of the driver's seat and right by the gas pedal. She gets the car to start and she pedals to the metals it, unfortunately, right onto the baby's head. Did we need any of this? Shocking. I was fine with I don't let 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 her die. Let somebody from the centipede live and do all of this. We didn't need the fucking baby flopping on the floor just to die with a curb stomp. We we didn't need this. We didn't, but if we're going by Tom Six's apparent goal, I we, guess yeah. we did. We definitely did at that point, yep. Because the whole time where all this is going on, Martin is running around the car, making noises <laughs> and banging on the car. Terrifying. And since he's outside... The centipede inside breaks in half. Yes. Yeah, the big, the, the skinhead guy rips his mouth away from the other guy's butt. And then it's just all this like pudding falling out of his mouth. I'm going to say pudding. <laughs> and teeth. and Yeah. But, but uh, he's like bleh, bleh, all over the place. And then you, the centipede breaks in two and starts going a different direction. I don't know, man. <laughs> if it was me and I was that point and I just broken off and my mouth was still full of shit, I'd probably just lay on the floor and just like take whatever at that point. Dude, like, you remember the end of Tusk? How they just leave him as a walrus <laughs> yeah. and like put him in a yeah. zoo? Like, if I survive this, there's no way I'm rejoining society. Uh, no fucking way. Like, you can do that to me, whatever. I'm not yeah. rejoining the world. Just put me out of my misery. They put the human centipede in a giant terrarium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been a cool shot. Like, you have the shot of the centipede crawling up the side of his, uh, his cage at the beginning of the movie and then you end it with the human centipede crawling up oh, the yeah. side of the enclosure that would have been a cool scene yeah too bad tom six doesn't have that kind of artistic merit anyway go ahead. <laughs> martin comes in and finds that his masterpiece has been shattered and he starts shooting the entire half that broke away and then ashlyn reaches up and shuts off the power throw he's brought his centipede tank with him by the way like mm -hmm. his pet from home throws the tank and he's all mad here. He shoots the caboose. He's out of ammo and starts just throat slitting, but not like a quick cut, like throat sawing. Oh, he's sawing I guess it. Is a yeah. more appropriate yeah. term. Um, to where it's just Ashlyn left at this point. She hits him in the balls and funnels the real centipede into his asshole. <laughs> this fucking so metal and insane of uh, just saw like because he like falls over you see her see the funnel she grabs it rips his pants down whoop, then grabs the centipede like this in front of the camera where it's like wiggling around just a plop and then he goes Whoa! <laughs> see i <laughs> I didn't get anything out of that scene except for the only thought that came to my mind was Somebody got off to this. Someone oh, yeah, in this world right now, Greg is raising his hand, got off to this. <laughs> <laughs> then it, it, he's like, then he stands up and it's like his stomach is gurgling. He's like, oh, oh. Let me wakes. You must find your way out of the sphincter. You will surely die. <laughs> he stabs her and she dies. And then we cut to. Him back at work watching the movie again, which could be taken one of two ways. He survived and pooped the centipede out and just went back to work. Or it's all been in his head the entire time. 
but I say that it's not in his head the whole time because then the baby cries. It's not. Yeah, exactly. This all happened. The babe, baby's still sitting in the car. Third option is the centipede made its way through the digestive tract and, and crawled out his mouth. Okay, but regardless where the centipede went, yes, he survived. That's a plot hole. We don't know what happened to the centipede. Justice for the centipede. My immediate thought was Martin, like, racing to the hospital and busting in and just tidy whities and his, like, doctor gown. Like, There's a centipede oh in me! Oh my god. There's a centipede in me! How did it get in there? I'd wait tell you. It's wiggling out of his butt. He's like... Oh. Um, and that's the human centipede 2 full sequence. Yay! And, or partial Yay. sequence if you're Brett. He didn't get the full sequence. No. You got I'm... the cut sequence. Yeah, stupid Tubi. Fuck Tubi. All right. Um, my final thoughts on this movie are: I understand the sentiment when you think you've made the most fucked up horror movie in the world, and people kind of poo poo it as not that like. No, it's not that big of a deal. I can see for a minute thinking. Well, I'll show them my next one. And then when you're making the movie, though, you kind of have to take a step back and go like, I still need to make a good movie here, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something was lost on that step. There was a lot lost on that step. <laughs> this movie is people like us's fault. Because at the end of the last uh, Human Centipede, we said, this is tame. We thought that this wasn't as brutal and disgusting as we remember. It like hyped itself up to be. But here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. We're saying that now in 2023, not in, what was it, 2005 when the first Human Centipede came out or whenever it was? 2009. Yeah. That, I still remember reading articles like, this is just disgusting and brutal, blah, 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 blah. So I don't understand why, yeah, it's tame now, but at the time, I could understand seeing it as more brutal than it was. It was strictly Gorefiends. Gorefiends were the yeah. only people who were like, yeah. this is tame. The general yeah. audiences were shocked and disgusted. Yeah, um, right now, if, if I call Anna in here and say feed her, <laughs> she would freak out and yell at me, don't bring that up around me. <laughs> like, there's still, like, there's people you bring human centipede up, like, and they hate it. Sure. Feed her. <laughs> oh, no, this, I had... A lot. Of, I've only ever watched this, I think, one other time, and I just remember loving the little fat, greasy man so much. And once again, I'm going to reiterate: I like Martin. Uh, this movie I thought was like part comedy. It just went so absurd that for large parts of it, I'm just laughing and like, oh, he's knocking his teeth out or whatever, you know. Like the only way I could think to describe this is it's the scream of torture porn. It's yeah. it's. It's become a parody of itself. It's it's not even how you make a sequel. It's it's not even how you do a good parody. The man's obsessed with the movie and it's self-masturbatory the whole way through. Whereas the first movie, it was believable because he was a doctor and this was his lifelong dream. He, he, he removed conjoined twins and now he wanted to put them back together kind of thing. I that To me, that is a good story. This one is... I feel like no story really happened here. There was no motivation for anything other no. than he liked the movie. And well, I, re I, I really challenge anybody to defend this movie as a good story. This makes sense to me where he is like upset. Now I'm with concerned. This movie. <laughs> no, he's obsessed with this movie to this point And he's like, build it up in his mind. He's like, I can do this. Cause at one point he's sketching it all out and stuff like they do in the movie. And then he gets in the moment and he's like, fuck. Okay. Um, I have the steak knife. I don't have anesthesia. So knock him out. Fuck that keeps killing them. Okay. I'll do the butt cheek salt that killed that guy too. Like it just, once he gets there, he just fucks up completely. I, I fucking love Saw. I have written Saw scripts. I have made up Saw traps in my head. I have never once thought I'm going to go to a parking garage and kidnap people and put them in a Saw trap. Yeah. Uh, there's things taken to an extreme in this movie, like in every way. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's get into some Count of the Dead and get out of this thing. <laughs> into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. It's Robin with Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you guys think we got with Human Centipede 2 full sequence? 
I think it was 14, wasn't it? I can't answer that yet. I think it's 13. Brandon got it. We got 14. God! (laughs) That's my first one, I think. Damn it, but I will never argue with more death. Well, that was Greg's Cult of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. All right, so Martin in this, it, not only is he obsessed with the human centipede movie, he loves centipedes themselves. That's his like special little pet. Where it's not like a cat or a dog where like most people have them. It's like a unique pet, but it's a fucking centipede. So I'm going right. to do unique pets like that. So a number one version, the worst version, is probably a fucking centipede or something like that. Honestly, it fucking creeps me out. I would never want to feed the thing or get near it. Yeah. Um, a number 10 for me is like from like uh, when my wife and I first met, we bought a Pac-Man frog together and that was like our first pet together. We had that Pac-Man frog for years. That's and respectful, so yeah. I'm going to do a Pac-Man frog as my favorite because they're so much fun. You feed them the mice, they hop around, they scream. Um, I'm going to give Human Centipede 2 full sequence. Um, <laughs> a 6 out of 10. Wow. I have it's so much of this movie had me laughing, wow. laughing and clapping and like this is so much fun. I definitely like it more than the first movie. Oh god. <sighs> I did. I have to be tr- honest and truthful. I had fun with it. Um <laughs> uh, Now I got to think of an animal. Um All right, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> This movie, the entire time, I was pissed off by representations in the movie, which is not something I'm usually pissed off about because, like I said, art is art and it deserves to be out there. Um, I couldn't help but think the entire time, like, there's got to be a better way to do this. There's got to be a better way to frame these characters, a better way to write them so that they all don't seem like the most major stereotypical versions of what you want them to be to the point that it took me out of the movie and i i really didn't even enjoy it even when he got to the centipede it it had some differences um but it was still just felt like yeah same shit different movie kind of thing i will be nice that seated force awakens where they see star killer base at han solo's so it's bigger. It's the yeah. same thing. Exactly <laughs> yeah, we just added 12 on this time. Sorry, guys. Um, I I was originally going to give us a 1 out of 10. But now knowing that that's what Tom 6 did on purpose, I don't want to give him that satisfaction. I'm going to go 3 out of 10. It's it's To me, that's an ant. Like, I don't understand people that have ant farms. Right. What do they do? Like, I understand... They, they are very cool to watch in their thing, but what else are you going to do with them? Yeah, yeah. You can watch all the tunnels. Yeah. What else are you going to do with them? They just sit there. They're like that big, microscopic, you know. Three out of ten. Um, Three out of ten. I went... It's not the worst movie I've seen. It's probably not the no. worst movie I've seen this year. But it's not great. I'm going to... Give it a two and a half out of ten. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't regret watching it. It's the second time I've watched it. Will I ever watch Human Centipede 2 again? Is a probably not. If in ten years someone said, hey, let's watch it, I probably wouldn't argue with it. But I can't see any scenario other than like that kind of situation where I would watch it again. It's honestly, yeah, like I've seen this before and I remember nothing from it. So it's a very forgettable movie. It'll probably be the same thing for me. A couple years later, somebody will say, hey, let's throw that on. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. I forget all of it and be pissed off again. Like Greg said, like waiting like 10 years. It's probably been like 10 years since I've seen this movie for the first time. And I would see watching it again in another 10 years. Yeah, that's about where mm-hmm. I have to put between it. Where, like you said, you completely forget about it. It's like, oh, let's just watch, like, I remember this being fucked up. I remember liking the main guy. I'll gladly like, watch I one. barbed wire on the dick. No, I, I need <laughs> no. to see it. I actually need to watch it again sooner because I need to see this. I'll gladly rewatch Human Centipede 1 again. 
That one is, yeah. is still a good one to me. It's still fun to watch. This one is just like, there's nothing in it for me. I don't. There's a reason I own Human Centipede 1 on Blu-ray, and that's the right. one one. Right. Well, unless you guys have anything else. No, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Tom, please tell me you did something better with the third one. Well, we hope that the Human Centipede 2 full sequence has left your brain throbbing with horror. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great.